This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, trying to play psychologist here to get you through. Hopefully people are sane listening to us for the last three segments. As It's not an easy show to do for us either, guys, as um, a lot of what we've done, I mean, this is my whole life. This is all I've known for the last 20 years is being around football, going to games, covering Nebraska. I've not missed a road or a home Nebraska game in 20 years. So, yeah, this is – it's hitting everybody in all levels in this state. And, um, you know, taking your questions here now in the mailbag, um, the first question we got asked, obviously with things changing, um, with no games, practices, um, that people want us to catch up with some former players. One request we have is Harrison Beck um, to have on the show. Have on the podcast. Have, have you guys seen yes. Harrison Beck's um, TikTok? Yes. No, and I've not seen his TikTok, but I mean, I've seen everything else of his, so I can imagine. It's throw. He goes by Throw God, <laughs> and he um, does all these short videos of him with his shirt off throwing the football like sixty yards. But it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty dark. <laughs> it's yeah. probably the the way to say it. He's he's a strange individual. Yeah, he's unique. And we learned that back in 2004. Nate, yeah, I mean, you, we, could, we, we could talk off air, but you had a really good uh, – you had some pretty good Harrison yeah, Beck stories. Okay, yeah, I, I was able to get to know Harrison pretty well throughout the recruiting process. And, um, I mean, like I said, he's, he's a unique individual. Um, could Nebraska high school football play in Memorial Stadium to help the downtown economic impact? Now, first of all, I don't think that's going to make a huge impact on downtown – um, but what are you talking about at that point? Would LPS allow it? I know a couple of years ago, Sean Eichhorst let LPS in. Um, would Nebraska be okay with that? It's hard to say, but it's not a bad idea if Nebraska could say, you know what, we're going to play one Friday game and we're going to allow two Saturday games in Memorial Stadium and we're going to keep downtown and local area things down here with, with just some vibrant flow on a Friday night and a Saturday afternoon. I, I mean, I like the idea. I don't know how re- realistic it is, though. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some – advantages to it you could really stress social distancing in that yeah. regard where you could have people spread out uh, properly throughout the stadium uh and also you know give give some interest to downtown lincoln for sports i mean the people are going to be so desperate for anything that if you throw together you know it's a couple games where you know entire towns could come to lincoln and uh get to play under the lights or whatever it may be memorial stadium i mean that that'd be pretty cool i mean it'd be like the state championship but every week and you could probably have a lot of fun with that. And obviously, you know, there's issues that would need to be ironed out. But on the surface, it seems like a pretty good idea. Yeah. I mean, you could even explore moving some games to, to a Saturday, maybe from a Friday night to a Saturday. Um, I mean, think if there was like a Saturday doubleheader inside Memorial Stadium. Um, I don't care who was playing. I, <laughs> I'd probably go watch um, just, just to see live football um, on, you know, you could catch a game somewhere. Uh, maybe even in Memorial Stadium on a Friday and then go catch like a doubleheader on a Saturday. I mean, th- that would be pretty cool. But I don't know how feasible it is, but I'm sure, um, you know, those are those are things that, that at least need to be discussed or uh, looked at, I'm sure. How crazy is it that Nebraska would entertain the thought of going back to the Big 12 or even being an ind- independent? Well, first of all, I don't think being an independent is really a realistic um, option at this point. Um, but you know, I'm not going to rule out the Big 12. I think it's a long shot, obviously. But, you know, if Nebraska does move forward and try to set up and play an independent schedule, it probably tells you they are leaving the Big 10. And the Big 12 is really the only place they could go. And if 
the finances are right for the conference, maybe they would allow Nebraska back. But I, I we're really ahead of ourselves here. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's, it's a long shot. Yeah. I mean, at this point, this seems unlikely. Uh, but long term, you know, which might be something to look at because the dynamic of Nebraska and the Big Ten changed. It changed in a major way this week to where – uh, cards are on the table now. Uh, there's no more playing nice. Uh, a lot of people around the conference have uh, voiced their displeasure with Nebraska, and Nebraska has voiced its displeasure with the conference, and it seems like it's inevitable. Uh, when it's going to happen, I don't know, but uh, it might not be a deal that happens suddenly just on the spur of the moment right now, but uh, definitely wanting to keep on the back burner there, especially if uh, this relationship continues to fade. Yeah, instead of talking nice in front of somebody and then talking a bunch of crap behind their back, um, that's that's out the window. Everyone's just talking crap to each other's face right now, and um, it's. I, I think everyone kind of knows exactly where they stand, and um, but I, I don't see anything happening this year necessarily. Um, but I, I, I do think that it, Nebraska probably needs to look at look at its options and explore things down the road. What are the chances that other leagues are going to be poaching Big Ten players? I know we've hit on that a little bit, and um, you know I, I do think you'll see some guys leave. Um, maybe not a ton, um, but you'll see it. There's no doubt. You, know, you worry about Nebraska, Nate. Um, with the the distance that guys travel to come here, and there's a lot of neighborhood schools, and we saw Jaden Francois going to Central Florida, um, Henry Gray is going to Florida International. So you you saw guys leave the roster to stay closer to home, and you know if guys aren't going to be around the day to day, it might entice them to want to leave and be closer to home. Yeah, I I think it fully will happen. I think there will be some poaching. I don't know if it will be. You know, if we'll see just a mass exodus of Big Ten players transferring out, um, but I fully expect the conferences, like you know, conferences like the SEC and the the ACC, to uh, to poach you know players like you said, especially guys that are closer to home, guys that may have left uh, Georgia to to go play at Ohio State or or Penn State or Nebraska or wherever, uh, or guys you know from the from the southeast to go back there. Rob, I got a basketball question for you. Um, how realistic is it right now to think we'll have basketball at some point at all this year? Well, right now, I wouldn't expect anything uh, until at least January, and that's probably being a little hopeful. I know there's been uh, some building conversations about potentially trying to organize bubble situations where, uh, you know, after Thanksgiving break, when in-person classes are out of uh, session, you know, you can pool together a handful of teams at you know maybe a traditional NCAA tournament location uh you know have those guys essentially in like an NBA bubble style uh deal where they they are able to play some sort of non-conference games and then you open your Big Ten schedule in January but right now I mean I'd be (laughs) I'm keeping my fingers crossed but given the way things have shaken out over the past few weeks uh it seems like you know the hopes of really any formal athletics being played this year seems uh wishful at thinking at best somebody asked is this more exciting than a coaching change it's definitely more depressing but um just kind of the unknown I, I guess what I would say is when you have a coaching change I've always walked out of them I mean every time you're like okay you know, going to give this a chance and you feel good about what the new coach says and where it's going. I think what's different about this is the unknowns. Like you just don't have any idea what's going to happen, but you know the odds are that a lot of bad things are going to be happening here in the city. And, and that's that's what's – it's not exciting. I mean, I, I think about so many of our friends in the media and other outlets and um, just the, the trickle-down effect it's going to have to all levels of this city that's our home. I mean, I've lived in Lincoln now 20 years – and just to think about 
the impact it's going to have on this town and so many friends and people I know that own businesses and um, how hard the city has worked to get to where it's at and, you know, with the downtown and everything. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's scary. You just think about five years ago, how vibrant downtown Lincoln was, how the, the rail yard, it was brand new. I mean, basketball games were packed football games. I mean, it was just like a, a Mardi Gras style party out there. Now you look out there, so our office is, is in the post office right now downtown. We look over the rail yard, and it's a ghost town. I mean, there's just a couple functioning businesses still open. Uh, everything else is boarded up, and uh, it looks kind of like one of those you know, uh, apocalyptic movie scenes where you know a, an entire city has been wiped out by zombies. And uh, what's that going to be like now where we're going another eight months without – college football at least and uh you know the 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 ramifications of what that might have with basketball at at pba uh i mean the 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 impact that this is going to have on communities specifically like lincoln that are so reliant on their collegiate athletics to support the city's uh, economy uh it cannot be understated and that's why nebraska is different i mean Evanston's going to be just fine without Northwestern football. Uh, you know, in, Bloomington's going to be fine without Indiana football. Like those communities are not reliant solely, almost exclusively on uh, whether or not they play sports or not. Lincoln is, and Lincoln is going to be hit harder than maybe, arguably, any community in the Big Ten footprint by this decision. Yeah, I, I, sometimes I look out the office window and I expect to see Will Smith walking out of a, a building with a <laughs> with German, German shepherd, shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's it's just it's crazy how how much it's changed down here um, and and I don't know how many businesses are going to be able to survive uh, going you know without a football season I'm sure everybody down in the rail yard everybody in Lincoln especially in the downtown rail yard area um, we're, we're, we're banking on, okay, finally, we'll get to the fall. We'll be able to recoup, um, and, and be able to maybe start turning a profit. And, um, and now that's not going to happen. And, and it's, it's pretty sad. You know, it's, it's, um, it's disappointing. It's sad. And, and the other part of it too, for us, I mean, now we're, we're back to talking hypotheticals again. I was so excited last week. We had something that like concrete to actually talk about. I booked a plane. T- I luckily got the money back, t- but I, I had a plane ticket booked for Rutgers. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm the internal optimist. I'm Oliver optimist here. I'm going to book a plane ticket to Rutgers. <laughs> and now we're back to talking hypotheticals. So that's disappointing as well. All right. Well, we're going to talk recruiting and eligibility and all that next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.